You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Suzanne Burnett. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Maggie. How are you? I am good. I noticed you have your coffee mug today. Does it have coffee or tea in it right now? Well, actually, it currently has nothing in it. I have just finished oh, it. Oh, no. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> I did have coffee in it, but it is all gone now. Are you always an afternoon coffee drinker? Um, I am today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Well, on this episode, we are going to discuss Unit 27, Session 2, Jesus Was Crucified. And you can find this Bible text in Matthew 27, Mark 15, Luke 23 through 24, and John 19 through 20. Now, Suzanne, why don't you share with us our big idea for this session? Yes. So before Jesus was born, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. And the angel told Joseph that Mary was going to have a baby son and they should name him Jesus. The angel said to name him Jesus because he will save people from their sin. So this week, kids will hear how the time had come for Jesus to die on the cross so people can be saved from their sin. All right. So let's head into our activities that might need a little bit of extra prep or some extra instructions. So Suzanne, why don't you start us off with our preschool areas? So this week for preschool in the Younger Preschool Leader Guide, there's an activity called Sing Songs About Jesus. And this activity calls for the leader to be prepared to lead preschoolers in several familiar songs, such as Jesus Loves Me. So be prepared to with at least three or four songs. So some other ideas of songs you could do are My God is So Big, Deep and Wide, This Little Light of Mine. Just reach back into your childhood and your favorite your favorite song. Maggie, what was your, do you have a favorite song? I was going to say, Suzanne, I feel like every time you come on the podcast... <laughs> We get dangerously close to me having to sing. We got it. We got to talk about music. We got to talk about music. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I think my God is so big. It's one of my one of my favorites. God is so good is also my other go to with preschoolers because it's an easy one for them to remember. So that's in younger preschool this week. For older preschool, there's an activity called Make Glowing Art, and so in this activity, kids are going to draw with highlighters and then use a black light or a black light flashlight to shine on their image. And these flashlights can be found online. And each child does not need a flashlight. You can just have one or a few that can be shared. But make sure to dim the lights so children are not in the dark, but dim them just enough so that black light can make their paper glow. And the kids are going to think this is so much fun. They're just, it's going to be amazing. That is going to be really cool. Yeah. 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 Anytime something glows, it's just, um, just so much fun. Mm -hmm. And for preschool worship, finally, there is an activity called Make a Crown of Flowers. And so the activity guide calls for raffia to make the crowns, but I know that can be a little flimsy. So if you want something a little stronger, I think you could form crowns out of Chanel stems and those would work really well. All right. Thanks for that. Those are some really fun activities. For our younger kids, there is an activity called Curtain Drop, and just a heads up, this activity is going to require leaders to keep a basket of balls next to them as they hold up the blanket to make sure that there's always a steady flow of the balls being thrown. So you just might want to have another leader by to sort of help keep things going. And then for kids' worship, the group activity is called Newspaper Relay. 
And this calls for two newspapers, which might be hard to come by these what days. What is a newspaper? Do you guys get a news- I don't right. even know Do you what guys is get- that. We, we don't get a newspaper delivered to our house anymore. No, we don't either. Just so lots of junk mail. It- yeah, yeah. We get those like freebie newspapers thrown on our yard that get like rained on and paper mache to the grass. <laughs> but if you so if you are like us and you don't get a newspaper delivered into your house anymore, you can use anything that the kids can step on is really what you're looking for. So that could be rubber circles, pieces of construction paper, paper plates. The kids are just going to throw it down on the ground and they're going to step on it as they keep throwing it down on the ground. So there are lots of different options for that. And then for midweek, one of the activity options is called friendship bracelets. And this activity has kids spell out the verse reference, John 15, 15 in beads. And you can buy individual letter beads online. So like you could just buy J beads and you could just buy O beads and you could just buy H beads and on and on. And so if that works best for your group, know that that is a possibility and you can find those online. All right. So Now let's head into talking about what we are excited about for this session. And I'll start off and then hand it over to Suzanne. You know, this Bible text really shows the pain that Jesus endured from all sides. You know, he was made fun of from multiple groups. He endured physical pain. He experienced the feeling of abandonment. And I think a lot of times as people who care for and love kids, it's our natural inclination to shield them from these painful moments in the Bible, right? Like that's what we want to do. We, we don't want to share stories with them that are hard or that cause them to be sad. And we absolutely do. We want to use wisdom and consider what is age appropriate when leading and teaching preschoolers and kids. But I have a children's minister friend who often reminds leaders that the process of salvation looks the same for kids as it does for adults. So that means that for kids to come to a place of realizing the grace and mercy that's been offered to them, they need to be exposed to the difficult yet beautiful reality of the cross. And I think that this story does a really great job of balancing that. So I'm excited, as hard as it might be for us as people who love kids and want to shield them from difficult stories and from difficult truths, I'm excited for kids to grasp how much God loved them, that he put this plan into motion, even though it was hard and sad and painful. Yeah, Maggie, I totally agree. And preschoolers and kids, they need to know these things that happened to Jesus. And just like we talked about in the previous podcast, they need to be able to struggle with those things and think through those thoughts. And we need to foster an environment where they can ask questions and they can express those feelings because it's foundational to their faith as they grow in Christ. And for preschoolers this week, be sure to talk about the Christ connection. The Christ connection is in the leader guide um, after the Bible story. But it's important this week because it mentions that Jesus rose from the dead. And while, yes, we need to emphasize the story about how Jesus was crucified, we also need to make sure that preschoolers know he didn't stay dead. He's coming back. And the reason I say that is because You may have some preschoolers in your class that have heard this story many, many times, but you may have some that have never heard it before. 
if you think about preschoolers, their ages, you know, are from babies to five, six years old. So some of them may have never heard it or maybe haven't heard it in a while. So remind them that Jesus is coming back to life. So when you end the story, you could say something like, Jesus did not stay dead. He came back to life. And we'll learn more about that next week. And that's also kind of a teaser for them to tell mom and dad, hey, I, I need to come back next week. I got to I gotta know what happens to Jesus. And so while this is a heavy story and it has to be taught, you can still express the hope that Jesus is coming back and that he is stronger than death. Such a great reminder. And, you know, Suzanne, I love that you always bring the preschool perspective. You do such a great job of bringing the preschool perspective to our podcast. And I love what you said about the Christ connection for this week. And just especially with their younger ones, that they're going to start making that connection, that there is hope, right? So like, this is a difficult story, but this difficult story ends with hope, right? So that is very exciting. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.